in a world that's just filled with stimulation and notifications, we all lost our way a little bit. You just have to give yourself some space so that creativity can come through. And the more you do, the better clarity you're going to get on every single challenge in your life. I don't know if you're going to see this voice but I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever been happy? right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet because somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. And welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Are You Happy? Podcast. Today, we venture back into the business world. We practically have an address there, but it's so awesome and so much fun because we are learning about these amazing professionals doing amazing things. But then we're coming back to the concept and the whole reason why we're here is to explore happiness and to hear more about it from their perspective and then hopefully inspire a few million of you out there, too. So without further ado, let's meet our guest of the day, Andre, who is the CEO of Spivo. You have done some amazing things and I can't wait to hear all about them. But how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Really excited to share about my business or my story. Excited for the conversation. Awesome. Us too. We totally are. And something I want to share with everyone is that normally we don't do pre-interviews, but today we did kind of ask you a few questions just because natural curiosity, right? I need to know more about something. You live on the West Coast, right? Correct. You said something earlier that just kind of blew my mind that your day-to-day work consists of you doing your work, but then taking a break from your workday and going surfing. What? So I live in Canada. So that's a pretty common reaction. It's cold up here. Most people don't think about Canada as a place where you can go surfing, let alone take a break from your workday and go surfing. So I'm super grateful to live on Vancouver Island. If you don't know, there's a lot of great little surf spots on Vancouver Island. The most common one is called Tofino. I lived there for like three, four years and would wake up, surf in the morning, work, surf in the evening, did that every day. And now I live in Victoria, which is also on Vancouver Island and also has some really great surf, mostly only during the winter. So you have to slap on a five millimeter wetsuit and brave the cold to have about 90 minutes of fun. But it's a super great experience and probably my favorite way to take a break from work. Is it the case that when you put yourself in the water or even when you're putting on the suit, does everything just stop? Does it all just fall away? Like what what is that process like for you? That was the main thing I loved about surfing to begin with was the second you like get in your board shorts or your wetsuit and you hit the water, like your phone doesn't exist. Your computer doesn't exist. Whatever problem you're working on just seems to dissolve away. And the only thing that you have to do is enjoy the present moment. And that has never gone old for however long I've been surfing. It's the same every single time. And I think that's why so many people get addicted to it, just because that kind of feeling is is so rewarding and it's kind of hard to find in a day-to-day life. It takes a lot of effort to do that same thing when we have so many distractions. So just being able to like go in the water and shut off for 90 minutes is super valuable. Oh yeah, definitely is. I think that is something that we could encourage everyone to do is find that something where when you do it, you enjoy it, yes, but you also like stop, like everything stops, your brain stops, your worries stop, whatever that thing is for everyone. It's probably different. For me, it's music or doing film stuff. So something that allows you to really just totally, completely stop and be away from everything. That's so, so valuable because 
because you are a surfer, I have to ask this random question. And I didn't know you were in Vancouver. That's really cool. But the surfer question I have is that you see a lot of movies and a lot of talk about like chasing the wave or the big wave. Does that actually exist or is that just like an internal thing? No, that's real. There's like, I think one of the, the greatest things about surfing is you can look at the weather forecast and you can kind of like read the charts and have an idea of what the waves are doing. But there's always this like little hope that you're going to get that like extra special wave or you're going to find that like that special day where the wave was just so big and so fun with that comes like fear it feels like if you were to like hike a mountain or we're always kind of seeking that and every time you surf a good wave you're always just kind of trying to find that next amazing good wave so it's definitely as real as the way they talk about it in movies and tv and everything i think i'm gonna keep asking surfer people that you're probably i think like the second that i've met and so i'm always (laughs) fascinated to ask questions around something that i've never done and probably won't but that's just because of like a water ocean hang-ups but that's neither here nor there but maybe maybe one day maybe one day because i always tell people that it's really important to place yourself in uncomfortable situations so you can grow from them and learn from them and surprise yourself Definitely. One of our main questions for you. Are you happy? Yes, 100%. Why would you say that? I think my definition of being happy has changed over over the years. And what I've come to realize is true happiness is really just like being fully at peace and accepting your current situation. And through that comes just like a massive amount of joy in the entrepreneurial world or even in any career or job. We always get stuck thinking about these goals and what we need to do and what we should be doing. And I think once you realize that all those things, like they don't define you, you can just really accept like where you are now. And then from that, you start seeing all the things to be grateful for. And yeah, like out of that comes happiness and joy. And so I think for me, it wasn't in my personal life or work or situation resulted in me being happy. It was really just my perspective is what changed. And really from that, my real happiness started to slowly grow over the years. And now like if a difficult situation shows up, it's like you just deal with it. And that can't really affect your your peace of mind or your joy. And yeah, I think that's why I can say that I am happy. And it's been great to kind of like learn that whole perspective. Are there some specific like key things in your current life that that make you happy on the daily? Yeah. So the biggest thing is really just like keeping tabs on like how you're feeling, checking in on yourself and just being a really good friend to yourself. We can get lost in work and overwork and forget to eat and forget to work out and forget to talk to a friend and forget to do all these things. But if you just like check in with yourself, you'll see the little clues and hints like, hey, you should do this or hey, maybe you do this or maybe take a break or maybe slow down. And so really just like taking the time to slow down and check in with yourself. At first, it's hard. You forget to do it. At first, maybe it looks like you meditate once a day. And then over time, it becomes, okay, you meditate once a day, but then you start doing certain activities with that same kind of meditative mindset. And then over time, it turns into you're just kind of always checking in with yourself, like kind of constantly as you're working. And I think that's kind of like a really beautiful place to be. And But you can't expect it to happen all at once. It can take like many years for sure. That is true. And I really love that you said 
said that. I really like that you said being a good friend to yourself. I think that's so cool. All of that is so important. From what I hear, it sounds like you're saying, you know, find it, find that way, that time to meditate. And then there's something about doing it regularly that's important, having that that regular action and then letting that guide you. So awesome. Those are very, very excellent observations. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I want to kind of shift a little bit to learn more about Spivo. If you had to describe it elevator pitch style, well, how would you explain it? But then also like, what are some like amazing highs that you're proud of or some lows that taught you something really cool about Spivo and yourself? So Spivo started in 2014. We invented a rotating selfie stick. So at the time, selfie sticks were really popular. The GoPro camera was very popular. Phone cameras were getting better. And everybody was starting to try to take more video. And we realized that a lot of people really don't take great video and they kind of struggle with like getting good shots. So we thought this rotating selfie stick would help them capture better memories. Uh, It was really simple. You'd press a button and it would flip 180 degrees. So every little clip would have like more perspective and just be more fun and encourage people to film more and share their videos and go on more adventures, which is what we were all about. That product did really well. It was a one hit wonder in a lot of ways. I got on the show Dragon's Den in Canada, sold in like over 70 countries. It was literally everywhere. And that was a super fun experience. But through that, we thought we had a business because we invented a product. But as a lot of business owners know, like a product doesn't make a business. So we kept trying to innovate and figure out like, what else do customers want? We tried other camera accessories and it was really challenging, really hard. Like it almost broke us where once the selfie stick trend started to fade and become less popular, our company was headed to ruin. Like literally, it was really scary. You know, as an entrepreneur, you start to rely on on your business. And so that was like a terrifying experience. But through that, it allowed us to reinvent ourselves. We got rid of the office. We went fully remote. We outsourced everything. So through that, we started to have a better lifestyle. I started to be happier just by like slowing down. And we got the idea. I was actually my business partner, Mark Bering. He looked at our customers and he's like, so many people are trying to shoot video. But like, where are all these videos? We have so many customers. Like, where are their videos? Sure enough, every time we would talk to people, they'd be like, oh, yeah, like I didn't get to time to edit it. There's too much footage. I just don't have time. Like the footage is literally just sitting there. So we decided, why don't we just start a video editing service and see see what happens? Every time I would make a video for someone, they would just be so happy. And then so we started growing that. And that's what the business is now. We fully pivoted to a video editing service. So we take traveler's footage, turn it into an epic little video, which is a super great experience for us to be able to give that to customers. It's always these like lost memories that we're able to give them and they can rewatch them and the reviews the customers leave are just so fun to read. And so really love the direction of the business right now. And we don't see it slowing down. Like we just keep growing year over year doing the video editing now. Yeah, it's been a super fun ride. That's amazing. I love how it wasn't a clear cut journey. Like here's this amazing product and then you just blew up and now you're here. It was a journey. And that's so awesome to hear and to kind of like almost go through that journey with you as you're describing it. I guess like when you guys were looking at what was next after like the big buzz and and everything, how long did it take for both of you to see that everything was going in the direction of purely editing services? Yeah, great question. So at first, like any business, everything a test. You always try to launch your idea with the the least amount of effort just so that you can see if there's traction. And if there is traction, you can invest more time and more money. And so we did that. 
2019, everything was looking super good. We're like, wow, like nothing can stop us. The travel world, the travel industry is booming. And then literally global pandemic that totally just put a stick in our spokes and almost stopped us like dead in the water. The product business at that point just like totally plummeted. Luckily, what ended up happening was all the people who could no longer travel started to look at their old footage. So they started editing like old footage of their old trips. The travel videos that we were doing actually kept growing. Of course, it would have been better if the travel industry was still growing. But okay, there's a global pandemic, but there's still demand and people are still buying videos. They're still loving the service. We kind of realized like this is something that could reinvent the brand and take Spivo to like that next level because we've always been really passionate about traveling and adventure. And, you know, if we can have a company that encourages other people to travel more and share their adventures so that they can inspire more people to travel too, like that's what we want to do. So in, in a lot of ways, like the company is still the same that it was when we invented the selfie stick. It's just now we're like able to reach more customers. And also it's a digital product. So it's not consumerism. It feels like a really cool, a really cool shift in the business. So would you say that like part of the growth was attributed to changing your mindset and kind of pivoting into doing something else than what you originally started out with? Yeah, I think one of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur is you get really like attached to an idea. And, you know, it can be really hard to to smell the roses and just like see it as it is and switch to something else. Looking back, like we definitely held on to the, the selfie stick idea much too long. I think that's an experience that an entrepreneur just has to go through. Nothing ever gets easier. You just get better and faster as you progress through your career. It's definitely hard to let something go to start something else. Like you want it to work so bad, but sometimes it's like, it might just not be what you thought it was. Like maybe the market's too small or the product isn't quite right for this market. So it's not really like penetrating like you thought it would. And that never really goes away. Like even now, the travel videos that we're doing, we're always trying to like tweak it and be like, we need to format it this way. Or maybe we need to like repackage it. Or maybe there are different types of travel videos we can do. So we're always in that mindset now, which is super crucial for just any kind of growth, really, because you have to like keep reinventing yourself at every different level of business. Always try to do that. I would agree. And I think that 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 is actually really good advice, too, for other people in business or entrepreneurs. It's fascinating the way that you guys did proceed because you could have easily stopped. And then when the pandemic happened, I mean, yeah, that hit everybody in so many different ways, personally, professionally, etc. But then there was ridiculous work for editors. There was ridiculous work for production crews that could do remote production. So there was a lot to be done. It makes sense that you would have editing work continue through that period. That is a signature of a business growing and developing and continuously changing and revamping or, or even like improving. There's always something to improve. So I can see how that is like a winning strength for your company to to do that and to to not just stay with the selfie stick. It is easy to stay with that one thing, but thank goodness that you guys didn't because you produced some really amazing video editing services. I've seen your website. I've seen the comments. You're right. They are fun to read. And so spivo.com and then you have Instagram at spivo, Facebook spivo video. YouTube Spivo video as well. Our main ones are, we also have uh, TikTok is pretty new. We're like super tiny. It's also at Spivo video. The, our biggest one has always been Instagram. Oh, like the much of the success of our selfie stick in the early days was tied with uh, Instagram launching video, which now is like, of course, Instagram has video, but 
back in the day, it was actually just photos. When they launched video, we like rode that rocket ship. We were one of the first brands just like diving into it. And that was a super fun experience. And, and now we're kind of seeing it again with like TikTok, with like other, other brands and stuff like that. So go follow us. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. We will. <laughs> and we will also list all of your links in the description of the episode. So everyone listening can go and follow you too. We'll make sure everyone can find you guys. If you could share a message with the whole world, doesn't matter what it is, but if you could share a message, what would that message be? Whatever you're doing right now is enough. You're great the way you are. Just keep trying, keep doing different things, keep exploring, be grateful for everything around you. There's always something to be grateful for. And I think that really changed mindset can really just put you on a path that will literally change your life. And in a world that's going so fast, like like slow down, stop and have a look around. There's something beautiful about going really slow where like all these great ideas that just propel you so much faster, super counterintuitive, but big fan of just like slowing down and giving yourself some space so that creativity can come through. What do you mean by that? Giving yourself that space for creativity to come through? I think the big one there is just sometimes you can't think to your way out of something, you just have to give yourself some space. One of the best ways to do this is to just go for a walk in a forest with no headphones, no phone, and really just immerse yourself in your senses. And that space that's going to form in your mind just by your mind not producing constant thoughts is just going to bring this space where creativity can start to flow through. And the more you do those kinds of activities, the better clarity you're going to get on every single challenge in your life. I really think it's the best medicine and the best teacher for just about any problem. And I think in a world that's just filled with stimulation and notifications, like I think we all lost our way a little bit. But if we can start doing that more and more, like it will improve something in your life. Thank you so much. That was an excellent message and very profound. I want to say that I heard something similar today, but it involved the forest. So (laughs) it's fascinating to meet people and interview them and hear their perspective on various subjects. So thank you so much for giving us your perspective today on business, on happiness, on everything, on surfing, in fact. I'll say it now and I'll say it all the time. I love Canada. I love Canada. Much music. I don't know if you even know what much music is. Oh, I remember much music. Uh, Great show. It has my heart. Anyway, thank you again so much. Uh, No, yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. If you want to find out more about us, go to stubo.com. You can give us a call or email us. I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Spivo, Andre Spivo. Is it Andre or am I pronouncing yeah. it? Andre, right? Okay, good. Just want to yeah, it's actually, it's French for Andre, but oh, oh. Andre is English for English. <laughs> well, I can say Andres in Spanish if you like. Oh, that's cool too. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for joining us. And we will see you guys next time on Are You Happy Podcast. Stay happy. The Are You Happy Hour and Are You Happy Hotline are brought to you by Are You Happy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media such as Instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform. Are You Happy, the docuseries, can also be found on social media such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy, the Happy Hour.